the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Time for the Don Crow Show, right here from the WAVAFM Passport Auto Group Studios. Now, the Don Crow Show. Hey, how you doing, folks? Hello there. Welcome to Monday. Oh, aren't they your favorite days? I'm. <laughs> isn't it your favorite day? I doubt we'd get much result from polling any committee on that. Welcome to this edition, however, of the show. It's always great to have you with us. How would you like to work with this guy out of India? India's prime minister helped a diamond merchant hand over hundreds of cars as gifts to his employees. 600 cars given away to employees of Hare Krishna Exporters, diamond trading company. And... uh, they say the total gift to all the uh, staff and employees was about $2 million. And apparently this particular boss has a very a very generous streak uh, streak in his personality because he's apparently doing this sort of thing all the time. Just, just like your boss, right? Just like your boss. Hey, anyway, great to have you with us today. And uh, we want to especially also welcome the folks listening to the Bill Bunkley Show. On Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. Recent conversation with Dr. Ted Baer coming up in uh, just a few minutes as part of this hour. Uh, He's going to tell us about some of the latest family-friendly movies coming out of Hollywood right now. And... Uh, I've known Dr. Ted Bear for many years. It's uh, been an honor to, well, actually, since I started doing this show is how, how I first met him many years ago. And uh, he really has a heart for the Lord Jesus Christ and uh, has a passion for bringing uh, true value to our films and to what uh, whatever comes out of Hollywood in, in as much as he can. He's been deeply involved in the industry since boyhood, really, because his dad was then a well-known actor. So I asked him at the part of the uh, at the start of the conversation to give us part of his own story. We'll hear that and more uh, in just a few minutes. Dr. Victor Hansen joins me later this hour. We're going to talk about his recent column: "Midterm optics are bad for progressives." And uh, Victor makes a point of noting the Democrats and the progressives' avoidance of uh, things that ought to be great optics: a booming economy near-record low unemployment rate, strong stock market, unprecedented energy production, but choosing rather to pound away on race and gender issues. And, of course, also on that caravan growing almost as we speak. It started out, I think, three or 4,000. Last I heard, it was up to 14. I don't know how many are actually there. But uh, thousands of foreign nationals heading north, as Victor puts it, to crash the American border enter the U.S. illegally, claim refugee status, and demand asylum, 
and then work to find every way possible to prevent themselves from being sent back home or deported. So we'll talk about that with Victor later in this hour. Next hour, brief visit with our friends at Fellowship Home Loans, talking about the latest in mortgaging and uh, refinancing your home and other such interests that you may have. And also we're going to have a visit with Luann Sabatier. She is with 21 Wilberforce, 21st Century Wilberforce Initiative. We're going to talk about the ongoing genocidal, I use that word intentionally, as uh, as anybody reading this would understand. Uh, the, by that I mean the history of the Yazidis, because there are geno- genocidal efforts ongoing since uh, 2014 by ISIS to completely eradicate the Yazidi population in Iraq. And it's a crisis that needs our attention as well as our prayers, and we'll talk about that with Luann next hour. Also, recent visit with our good friend, national security expert Frank Gaffney, talking about the ongoing case of the late Saudi Arabian journalist and author Jamal Khashoggi. And we still don't know for sure what did and didn't happen or who was responsible. So it's an ongoing uh, issue that, in fact, uh, the president and his administration are continuing to receive pressure uh, pressure about uh, to do something. Well, of course, we have to be sure of what it is that was done before we can know how to respond. Anyway, we'll get to that. And last but certainly, certainly, certainly not least, again, violence coming to Pittsburgh uh, this uh, past week toward the weekend. The gunman frequently posing anti-Semitic threats online burst into a busy Pittsburgh synagogue on Saturday, opening fire, killing 11, injuring six others, finally killed, uh, not uh, not killed himself, but he was the exchange gunfire with police. I believe a couple of police were wounded as well. And a 46-year-old Robert Bowers surrendered and taken into custody. And the, the calls have been strong. In fact, U.S. Attorney Scott Brady said the federal prosecutors are seeking approval to pursue the death penalty against Bowers, who was injured during the shootout with the police, scheduled to make his first court appearance today. Uh, Entering the Tree of Life congregation Saturday morning, firing inside while expressing his hatred for Jewish people. Uh, Much more to the story. I know you've been seeing and hearing and reading about it over the weekend, and I do hope that your prayers have... uh, been directed toward uh, the victims, uh, especially their families, and uh, our entire nation, which seems increasingly to be being ripped apart by this kind of incident. And invariably, folks, invariably, you can predict it as sure as the sun's coming up. There are those, including the mayor of Pittsburgh, who said what we need is more gun control. More gun control. It's just so ludicrous on its face. There's no logic to that argument whatsoever. Uh, it really, uh, it really uh, just it beg. It really, it begs for common sense, and uh, you know we, we've talked about it. We'll talk about it further in days ahead on the show, but uh, I'm sure if uh, thinking Americans thought gun control, more laws would answer the question, they'd be quick to pass it. But the fact is, we've got so many laws on the books now regarding guns, and that's not where the problem's being uh, remedied. Uh, there are other issues involved, and certainly foremost is we're paying the price of a, of a nation that's morally bankrupt, spiritually bankrupt. 
And uh, as a result, uh, well, I'm thinking of the words of Jeremiah 17.9. The heart of man is deceitful, wicked above all things, desperately evil. Who can know it? And so until we address the heart issues in our culture, we're not going to really fix the problems. But even having said that, there are other alternatives to gun control. As a matter of fact, it's arguable empirically that gun presence on sites save lives. I read a case just this weekend of a guy in McDonald's. I forget the state now. A, 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 a guy came in to rob, apparently to rob the McDonald's. As it turns out, one of the civilians nearby had a was armed, and he and his two boys were there to get lunch, and when he interrupted the robbery, uh, he shot and killed the guy, uh, even though he, or rather his, one of his sons was wounded in that incident because the guy apparently had come in to do another one of these things, just shoot up everybody in the place. So anyway, we'll talk more about those things and uh, certainly get some experts on on the issues as well in days ahead. Stay with us. We have a lot more here on this edition of the Don Crow Show. Here's Dr. Charles Stanley, keeping believers in touch with God. Disobedience is rebellion against God, irreverence toward God. It is a statement of your heart that you have chosen to do it your way. Disobedience says that I choose not to honor God as my creator. You refuse to acknowledge God's authority, His right and His power in your life. One of the reasons many people are not being blessed in their Christian life is because you're waiting for God to give you details, and God is waiting for you to be obedient to the very issue. What I want you to see is this. Obedience in the mind of God is doing what He says, when He says do it, how He says do it, as long as He says do it, with no exception. For help and hope from God's Word, visit In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley at InTouch.org. Bill Bunkley here for my friends at EDI Travel. If you're a pastor of a church or a leader of an organization who has ever dreamed about leading a trip to the Holy Land, be sure to consult with the professionals at EDI Travel, just named again for the third year in a row, the very best Holy Land tour company by TripAdvisor. EDI Travel will start with what your group wants to see and customize your own very special tour. All-inclusive tour packages are EDI's specialty. The price for your trip covers everything. Flights, ground transportation, accommodations, tax, tips, and admissions, leaving you and your group with no surprises. Whether your group is first-time or returning travelers, they are the professionals who will make the experience great for everyone. Set your sights on Jerusalem, Nazareth, Bethlehem, the Sea of Galilee, the Jordan River, and much, much more. Call now to get your EDI trip planned today at 727-460-1225. That's 727-460-1225. Writing a Christian book, you're doing an amazing thing, getting it all down on paper. But once you've got the manuscript, then what? Well, you can spend a year or more trying to find a publisher, or you can cut right to the chase. Make your book real with Zulon Press. Finding a publisher is time-consuming and uncertain. With Zulon Press, things are quick and definite. 
They specialize in one thing, helping Christian authors put their books in print. Zulon Press will publish your book. Zulon Press gets it into bookstores. Your book is on Amazon. Work with Zulon Press and there's no question, you are a published author. If you're writing a Christian book, get your free publishing guide from Zulon Press. Just log on to ChristianPublishing.com. That's ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press, book publishing by Christians for Christians. Get your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications, the same people who bring you this nifty radio station. Parents don't want perfect children. They want real, authentic children. So when a child makes a mistake, even when it comes to prayer, don't stumble. When your child makes a mistake, offer grace. Dr. David Ireland shares a humorous example on Focus on the Family Minute. In our children's church, before the class starts, the teacher would invariably ask the children to pray. And I remember one of the teachers told me that in this five-year-old class, they asked uh, little Jimmy to pray, and he deepened his voice before he prayed, like a baritone voice, and he's five, <laughs> he's five years old. <laughs> Somehow he thinks the prayer requires that. And, and, and then afterwards, Sally prayed, and when Sally prayed, she said, God, and she sp- prayed specifically, God, bless my mom and meet her needs, and then bless Elmo and Big Bird. <laughs> and, so, right. and she went into Sesame characters. And I think God has enough wisdom to be able to bifurcate the childishness of children, but yet also accept their prayers. God can hear even silliness in prayer. More from Dr. Ireland at FamilyMinute.org. I'm Bill Carl, and today's guest host on The Bill Bunkley Show, Don Crow, returns in a moment. You know, if you're like me, you have a lot of apps on your phone you just don't use anymore. Why not delete one of them and make room for the Faith Talk app? It's free for your Apple or Android device, and it allows you to take Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1 with you wherever you go. Download the Faith Talk app today. The Don Crow Show on WAVA, we all know that, uh, this is my view, but I think many of you would agree with it, one of the most powerful forces for shaping a culture, this one or even the global culture, is the movie industry and what comes out of Hollywood, either good, bad, or ugly, we might say. Uh, And we've had some of each through the years, but there's a lot of good happening out there. My guest for the next few minutes is a longtime friend uh, to, of mine, certainly, and many of you as well. He's going to share with us uh, uh, what's going on in Hollywood in the movie industry, and particularly some movies that he thinks particularly deserve our attention. Dr. Ted Bear is founder and publisher of Movie Guide, the family guide to movies and entertainment. That's the website, by the way, you want to make note of, movieguide.org. He is also longtime chairman of the Christian Film and Television Commission and ministry, uh, Commission Ministry and uh, is uh, respected all over the world, literally, folks, as a critic, educator, lecturer, media pundit. And I know for a very fact that his life's purpose has been and is to be used of the Lord to redeem the values of the media while educating audiences on how to use discernment in selecting what they choose for entertainment. Dr. Bear. It's always an honor to welcome you to the show. Thanks for joining me today, my friend. Well, it's great to be with you. My only uh, wish is that I was back there because I'm in Southern California near Hollywood, and uh, you're in beautiful Virginia, which is absolutely gorgeous. So uh, you get to experience the fall. You're absolutely right. In the spring. You're absolutely right. I know there are some specific films you want to draw our attention to uh, during this visit, but before we get to that, 
as I alluded at the outset, you have such a rich history in, and a knowledge of Hollywood and the film industry in general. Would you take a few minutes to tell our listeners how it all started for you and some of the things you've seen and experienced through the years in the heart of what I just said is, I think, one of the most powerful culture-shaping forces in the world, the movie industry in general, and perhaps Hollywood in particular. Well, I grew up in the industry. My parents were movie stars. My father, you've seen their pictures, was a star in 62 movies. Twelve of them were cowboy movies, and that's what he's famous for, Tex Allen, Robert and Bob Tex Allen. And um, one of his movies, he won the box. He won the box office award. That was a big award in the 1930s. Ben, you cornered the box office, which was very good. But fame is fleeting. After World War II, he starred in Broadway plays. I was hanging around Broadway once upon a time, and then I'd go off when he was in a production in Hollywood and go to Hollywood. And I grew up as a uh, footloose, fancy-free, and when my mother died when I was young, uh, just uh, completely went off the tracks and not a Christian and not exposed to Christianity. So uh, at one point, uh, years, years later, after my mother died, uh, my father had four women chasing him because he was a good-looking guy. And they they had come to Christ with Billy Graham, and they'd take him into these Billy Graham sessions, and he they tried to convert him, and he brought me along to protect him. And then finally one of them got me to read the Bible. I transformed, and I, I felt guilty. I had just funded five feature films for Canon Films. One of them was Oliver Stone's first film. And uh, I said, how can we turn the industry around? At that point, uh, when we started the ministry, when we started uh, a couple of years later, the movie guide, there was only one movie with positive Christian content. I thought this is going to be, uh, everybody told me it was going to be impossible. You may have told me it was going to be impossible. But the fact <laughs> of the matter is now 62% of the of the movies are have got strong evangelical Christian content. Uh, opening up this weekend, of course, is Indivisible, which is a terrific movie. And another one, which is very conservative and very funny, Johnny English. And, uh, and then there are other ones that contain Christian content that they're not as broad audiences uh, for art audience as those are and then of course for a couple of weeks now there's been gosnell and the other night i saw one of the movies that had more christian content that i've seen in a long time uh, done by a friend of mine who was a, a dartmouth uh, guy like i am and uh, he did the grinch and the new version of the grinch is probably uh, one of the most christian movies i've seen just like last year boss baby was one of the most uh, uh, pro-life movies so if you get a big hollywood company and they're producing pro-life movies and pro-Christian movies and pro-Jesus movies. It's quite incredible. I cried and I laughed at the Grinch. So we've seen tremendous changes, and every day I'm meeting with these people. On Tuesday I met with uh, a man who's done 44 movies. His first one was on Golden Pond. He puts uh, Christian content in each one of them. He reminded me of a friend of mine who came from Princeton, to Hollywood, and he asked me what he should do, and I said, put Christian content in your movie, and he said, I put a little bit in my dog script and made him a little money, I put a little bit more in Marley and me and made more money, and I put a lot more in Blindside and made a lot more money, so all we do is teach people that they can make more money, so five movies open a week, and now you've got great choices out there um, that you can take your family to, out of the five, uh, two this week are family-friendly, and uh, one of them is explicitly evangelical. 
And, uh, folks, you can track this and uh, follow up on it at movieguide.org. It really is a wonderful resource. And I love the fact, Ted, that you and your staff have never said, don't watch this or do watch this. You've just analyzed the films and given us a very clear report as to what they contain. And then, as the adults we are supposed to be, we can make our own minds up, right? Right. And we don't do um, thumbs up or thumbs down. We help you to make wise decisions yeah. and we want people to develop discernment i was sort of while you were talking about that i was thinking i had lunch with a man who publishes a conservative newspaper which is very popular here and uh, he's got a lot of you know complaints about the political system which we all have and i said you've got to watch these movies watch the promise about the you know the turkish killing of the uh, armenians and uh, the jihadists and watch the uh, bitter harvest about Stalin killing the Ukrainians and watch the death of Stalin, which is a wry satire on the evils of communism. And I said, what you should do is take your city council members and have them sit down, give them wine, give them a, you know, popcorn and let them watch these movies and then ask them, what do you think about this? There's a lot of good movies now that are not only um, Christian, but movies that have strong Christian, that have strong conservative content. One of them is Chappaquiddick, which would be one of our nominees this year, which is absolutely great. He said, oh, I thought that was just about Teddy Kennedy and Mary Jo Kopechnik. And I said, well, Mary Jo Kopechnik uh, took about four to five hours to die in that car. He left her there. But the the story is about uh, all these big-name Democrats that you'll recognize covering up for tech. They're all complicit. It's a conspiracy. Uh, many years ago, I worked in the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Security for, and Government Fraud Department. This is a conspiracy by people of that party uh, to cover up somebody who just uh, left a woman to die for four hours. Now, before we leave uh, these general things, you also every year have the equivalent of uh, the Oscars. Uh, Talk about the gala that runs every year. And uh, God love you. You've invited me every year. And before I quit doing radio, I want to come out and actually do the show from there or at least be there. Uh, But take us to that if you would. Well, for the Hollywood group, we uh, we get this big gala. We now have uh, the biggest network in uh, in Cabledom uh, that wants to carry the show. They just came over on Wednesday, and uh, they're going to put a lot into it, so we're happy about that. Um, but then the show is like the Oscars, only it's uh, featuring movies with faith and values. Some of them I mentioned to you. Some of them will be, uh, we talked to them about having the song, I Can Only Imagine and uh, some of the other uh, songs and musicians there. So it's it's really the best statement about what it is, is a couple of years ago, a friend of mine who was uh, Pat Robertson's best friend said, it's like you're giving them church. And in the midst of giving them church, we see people coming to Christ. For instance, I had a a wonderful friend who was a Muslim uh, writer and uh, director who came to Christ uh, through the gala. That was his first introduction and later through many meetings and then uh, this year the meanest lawyer in hollywood who uh, had a character modeled after him in west wing he was so mean he sued his own mother uh, he called me up in february in uh, may and said can you baptize me wow and uh, gave a great strong testimony so the gala is like uh, throwing out a net we're not giving the awards based on the fact that we know this person um is you know christian because we didn't know that they were Christian or, or Muslim or whatever. But when they get there, 
they see the gospel in their movies. They see the gospel uh, throughout the gala, and uh, they see that they can do better at the box office because we do this box office report, detailed economic analysis. I was with the man who funded the promise yesterday, and um, the, the, the he's just – He's the head of the Kerkorian Foundation. They just love the economic analysis. So they want to make more money. We show them how to make more money. We look at all these 150 factors that can make a movie run better at the box office, and all those factors go here with a biblical worldview. Well, we have just a few minutes remaining. Stolen Daughters, Johnny English Strikes Again, and Indivisible. I know those are three that you've mentioned in some information your office sent Tell us what those are about and why they should be seen. Well, I'll start off with Indivisible. It opened this weekend. Um, it's a very strong uh, faith-based film, but it's not. It's not the. Uh, it's clean, but it's not pablum. Um, you know, one of my sons is a Marine. It's about an army chaplain who goes off to uh, the Middle East, and his faith gets shaken to the core, and his wife stays behind, and her faith gets shaken. And I'm sorry about that. I'm ruining your day. No, it's all right. I do it myself. I understand. Go ahead. And it's a very, very powerful movie. It's one of the best Pure Flix movies that we've seen, and I urge your audience to go out and see it because if you see it, it's going to make a difference. It's going to change your life. And that was my Marine calling from war games in Norway. So (laughs) there you go. Uh, Then (laughs) Johnny English is just a, it's funny. It's Rowan Atkinson. He used to be Mr. Bean, and he does, he's done his third. This is his best uh, uh, sort of spy spoof, James Bond spoof, but it's clean. And uh, better than that, it's funny, and it's extremely well made. It's extremely powerful as a movie. And it's about uh, England being hacked by some hacker who it reveals the names of the spies. So he's been put out into retirement a long time ago, so he has to come back and fight. And um, and discover who it is, and the Queen of England, or the, the head of Parliament, a woman, a female uh, Prime Minister, uh, hires a company from America, you know, sort of like hiring uh, Google or whatever, to find out who did it. And boy, I don't want to give you the end, but it is a terrific sort of a right out of the news, showing um, fake news and good news, and the good news of patriotism and decency and honor. All of that. Now, Stolen Daughters is on HBO. I'm surprised that they did this. It'll be one of our movie guide nominees, and it's about the Boko Haram who uh, who really killed and kidnapped uh, 276 Nigerian schoolgirls, and then uh, some of them, about half of them, were rescued. 103 were rescued, and it's just the stories of what uh, the, the jihadists are doing. And it's very powerful to see. It's a very powerful documentary. But I was surprised. I was surprised that HBO did it, and I was surprised at the quality of it. It's always a delight, my friend, to at least connect by phone and have you give us some uh, encouragement out of Hollywood. Thank you so much. Remember the game of February 8th. We want to see you there. God bless. Bye-bye. Dr. Ted Bear, founder and publisher of Movie Guide. And you can check out those movies we've mentioned and others at movieguide.org. Movieguide.org. Back with more in a moment. Why would parents of five children sacrifice so all could attend Elfers Christian School? 
Ask Diana Burke. I just love the heart of the people here. The teachers are very warm. It's traditional classrooms or small sizes, and it's a safe environment, and they feel very loved. Your child deserves to soar with a Christ-centered education at Elfers Christian School in Newport Ritchie. Call for a campus tour at 727-845-0235, online at elferschristianschool.org. An exciting new book from Regnery looks at the power of love and intimacy from a godly perspective. It's called Love and Sex, A Christian Guide to Healthy Intimacy. Sex is powerful. Just saying the word can stir up all kinds of emotions inside people. Maybe it's a positive emotion for you or a hurtful, shameful, confusing one. It's no wonder we humans struggle to understand its meaning and purpose. Hi, I'm Nancy Houston, a sex therapist, leadership coach, and licensed professional counselor. After counseling hundreds of clients about the topic of intimacy, I decided to write Love and Sex, a Christian guide to healthy intimacy. Love and Sex is filled with life-changing, compelling stories to help us all reconnect to love and is biblically based on the truths of God's Word. Get your copy now of best-selling author Nancy Houston's compelling new book, Love and Sex, A Christian Guide to Healthy Intimacy. Available now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold. This is a special notice to all U.S. taxpayers. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's good news. Due to the financial hardship many are facing in today's economy, the IRS has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Qualifying for this program will resolve your tax problem, end all collections, and possibly reduce your back taxes by up to 90%. If you are facing wage garnishments, liens, bank levies, or payroll taxes, it's not too late. Your circumstances may qualify you for this special program, protecting your savings and your assets. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's no need to worry anymore. Call the hotline at Victory Tax Solutions to see if you qualify and potentially save thousands. For this free information, call 800-813-1105. 800-813-1105. That's 800-813-1105. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50+. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-340-5765. 1-800-340-5765. That's 1-800-340-5765. Choosing a memory care community for my dad who suffers with dementia was so difficult. Luckily, we found Arden Courts. The staff at Arden Courts has been so flexible, patient, and responsive to Dad's needs and ours. We have peace of mind knowing he's safe, well cared for, and being treated like family. Arden Courts. Call to set up a tour at 888-478-2410. That's 888-478-2410. Online at arden-courts.com. Faith Talk 570. 
WTBN. Don Crow Show is brought to you in part by Passport Auto Group Stores. Whether you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, I highly recommend that you go to PassportAuto.com and find Passport's nearest dealership to where you live. And what a great selection to choose from. BMW, Infiniti, Nissan, Toyota, Mazda, Mini. And right now, Passport also has over a 1,000 certified pre-owned vehicles you may want to consider as well. Again, find your nearest dealership at the website PassportAuto.com. The Don Crow Show here on WAVA, brought to you in part by Passport. Of course, others as well will tell you about. But also happy to share the day with the Bill Bunkley Show on 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. Political optic defined as the way in which an event or course of action is perceived by the public. And when writers refer to the optics of a situation, they're talking about the way a situation is perceived by the general public. How an event or course of action, et cetera, looks to others. Well, in that regard, I've asked one of my favorite political analysts, best-selling authors, Dr. David, uh, Dr. Victor Davis Hanson, to join me for a few minutes, talk about his recent column. You can find it at townhall.com titled, Midterm Optics Are Bad for Progressives. Now, he is the Martin and Illy Anderson Senior Fellow in Classics and Military History at the Hoover Institution. Stanford University, author of a number of bestsellers, including one of his most recent, The Second World Wars, How the First Global Conflict Was Fought and Won. By the way, that's available several places, Basic Books at basicbooks.com, your regular bookstores, and Amazon as as well. Also find his work and his private papers at victorhanson.com. Victor, always good to have you on the show. Thanks for joining me. Do we have him? Well, I'm going to put him back on hold and see if we can bring him up. Uh, Victor is a great resource. He's, uh, he uh, is such an analytical thinker and uh, so well-informed on so many issues. We have, uh, through the years, talked about a number of these issues, and this one needs revisiting as well. Hi, Victor. How are you? Uh, I think maybe that was my problem in here. Let's try it again. Victor, it's an honor to have you with us. As I understand your column there's some powerful political optics flowing out of the first two years of the Trump administration, but the Democrats don't seem interested in those at all. They're fully co-opted by the mainstream media to uh, talk about other things. Can you take us to what you're saying there? Well, I think if they were going to um, defeat Trump or deal him a midterm setback, then they would go to certain you know, economic issues, but it's very hard for them to do that because um, not everybody was happy with Obamacare, and he hasn't gotten rid of it yet, but he's really modified it, and the economy's growing at 3.5% unemployment is at record lows and the whole nine yards. So what they're basically doing is making the midterms a referendum on Trump. Well, that's understandable because the record of Trump is pretty good, so the messenger is supposed to be the problem, not the message. But the optics that they're selecting, the caravan to show that Trump is cruel, they, they fixate on that perhaps, or the Kavanaugh hearings, all the disruption to show that Trump uh, is a sexist or he's condoning sexual harassment 
or the Elizabeth Warren um, DNA to show that Trump was wrong in calling her Pocahontas. Any of these psychodramas really have the opposite optics than the Democrats imagine. I think most Americans know that if we don't have a border, we have no country. And I think most people realize if you are a Native American because you have 1% DNA ancestry, then everybody is. And it's just that's just absurd. And I think when that Kavanaugh circus ended up with people scratching the doors of the Supreme Court, most Americans thought, what would they have done if they had burst in? Would they have scratched the children? Would they have gone after Mr. Kavanaugh's wife? What was, what was that all about? Or, or confining people in stores and restaurants and in their offices. So all of these optics to whip up hysteria against the supposedly unpalatable and uncouth Trump were not the right. They just didn't give them 51% residence for the public. I can understand why they're doing it because they don't really want to talk about economic issues or foreign policy because they really don't they don't bend their way. But having said that, uh, and I, I hear your analysis uh, very clearly, uh, they seem so preoccupied with Trump hatred uh, that they're ignoring the reality that millions of Americans are very very happy with him. Uh, You know, job unemployment for blacks is at an all-time low, as you and I have talked before, and some of these other issues that are strong optics for the administration. It seems to me I can't believe that they're ignoring the resonance that's occurring among uh, most Americans, even who may not like Donald Trump himself. It's pretty hard to argue with a better paycheck. Yeah, I think that's why they're not trying. I mean, they're not really – they have a certain number of issues that – that they can't really bring up because they don't have any, they don't have majority support given what you just delineated. The economy's going pretty well and life's been pretty good. So what are they going to say that we need to give everybody Medicare? Nobody wants to lose this on Medicare wants to lose their Medicare. And that's what would happen if everybody had it. Uh, nobody, when they look at that caravan wants to abolish ice, that's another tenant. Nobody's explained why everybody who's out working, after high school, it's supposed to forgive the debt of $1.5 trillion in student loans for those who chose to go to college. So we're going to ask the working classes that are masons and you know seal workers to say, you know what, you're going to have higher taxes to pay for all of the college loans these other guys took out. So they have a, a, a bundle of issues, whether it's mandated reduction or elimination of fossil fuels or whatever it is, it doesn't have 51% support. So they, they turn to Trump this ogre, they think. But the problem with that is that in the manner that they attack Trump, he's reactive. He's not preemptive. He knows every time he's got his reply, they've attacked him first, so he's reactive, and the American people kind of sense that. He's kind of a don't-tread-on-me figure. Uh, even the, the worst moments he's had, the John McCain tip for tap, we forget, or the Megyn Kelly way going way back, if you go and analyze each of those incidents, he was attacked first. I'm not justifying necessarily the language of the use in retaliation, but most Americans sort of shrug and say, don't go after him if you if you feel that we need more civil speech. Don't do not do that. But I think he's been very adroit in reacting to the media or reacting to what people, Joe Biden says about him. And Joe Biden says, you know, I'm going to take him out and beat him up behind the, the gym. Trump didn't start that. He said, you know, I wouldn't do that if I were you. And that makes it, people 
don't appreciate that, but he's he's reactive. He's not preemptive. We're going to take a break, come back. Too short a visit, as always, but uh, some more things to talk about with Victor Hansen. Check his website out at victorhansen.com. This particular piece, townhall.com, is uh, where we located it. Midterm optics are bad for progressives. There's more to it. We're going to come back and talk about it. Stay with us. Invite God along for the morning commute. Weekday mornings at 7, it's Focus on the Family. It is education that will transform you and will compel you to do great things to the glory of God. And at 7.30, Pathway to Victory with Dr. Robert Jeffress. Now, in the end, it all works out, and Christ rewards us. But in the short time, there is a price to pay for being a Christian. Strength for your morning. Faith Talk, AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. What could cause a book about missions to sell over 4 million copies? Find out by receiving a free copy of Revolution in World Missions from Gospel for Asia, a new way to share Christ's love. You'll also receive their Christmas catalog that allows your family to share a gift in Jesus' name to those in great need in Asia and will also help support national missionaries. Get your free book and catalog now. For Gospel for Asia's free Christmas catalog and book, go to letstalkfaith.com. Hey, this is Bob Olszewski. Thanks for listening to Plugged In. 24-year-old pop star Halsey's latest single, Without Me, tells the story of the singer investing in a relationship that she feels was one-sided and, in retrospect, that she recognizes was emotionally dysfunctional, too. And there's some raw honesty in the mix about her own shortcomings that led to some of the relationship problems. Take it so far to keep you close. Rawness also includes some harsh profanity and sensual imagery that detracts from the point that Halsey is trying to make. And that includes a racy video teaser that promotes the song. So I'll give, without me, a one and a half out of five for family friendliness. For the full review, visit us at PluggedIn.com slash radio. I'm Bob Olszewski for Focus on the Family, Plugged In. Parents don't want perfect children. They want real, authentic children. So when a child makes a mistake, even when it comes to prayer, don't stumble. When your child makes a mistake, offer grace. Dr. David Ireland shares a humorous example on Focus on the Family Minute. In our children's church, before the class starts, the teacher would invariably ask the children to pray. And I remember one of the teachers told me that in this five-year-old class, they asked uh, little Jimmy to pray, and he deepened his voice before he prayed, like a baritone voice, and he's five, <laughs> he's five years old. <laughs> Somehow he thinks the prayer requires that. And, and, and then afterwards, Sally prayed, and when Sally prayed, she said, God, and she sp- prayed specifically, God, bless my mom and meet her needs, and then bless Elmo and Big Bird. And so <laughs> right. she, and she went into Sesame characters. And I think God has enough wisdom to be able to bifurcate the childishness of children, but yet also accept their prayers. God can hear even silliness in prayer. More from Dr. Ireland at FamilyMinute.org. Is the Bible off limits in the workplace? This is Law and Justice with Jay Sekulow. I have a friend 
who was told that during her lunch hour she was not allowed to do her Bible study homework because someone was offended by the fact that her Bible was out in the lunchroom, and I'm just wondering what her rights are. That's a really straightforward question. The answer is if someone's on their actual lunch hour or break time and they allow materials to be in the workplace during the lunch hour in the, in the lunchroom and she's working on a Bible study, it's not illegal if someone was studying for a school class, say, during their lunch hour, studying for a test, they would have the right to do that. And to say that the Bible study would somehow be a violation of the law is just not the way it's supposed to be. The fact is the workplace is not this, again, religious free zone where anything of any religious character has to be removed. The standard is, is the event likely to cause disruption to the workplace? And someone engaged in individual Bible study certainly is not going to do that. Get involved. Find out how at ACLJ.org. That's ACLJ.org. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. The Don Crow Show, talking with Dr. Victor Davis Hanson, talking about some of the issues that are critical midterm for us, and each party trying to stake out a claim on as many votes as possible, of course, which is always the game. Uh, But, Victor, you talk about uh, on the eve of the midterms, progressives believe that these public spectacles, some of which you've just mentioned, Elizabeth Warren and the the borders and so forth, showcasing feminist, immigrant identity issues trump the booming economy and might galvanize independents and fence-sitters to vote for liberal candidates. Elaborate more on that point because it just doesn't seem to me that that's where most of the American people are, uh, even those, as I said earlier, who do not like Donald Trump at all personally, but they can't argue with the uh, with the accomplishments of the last two years, if they're honest. Yeah, I think they have an existential crisis because uh, the issue that Donald Trump, the messenger, is so uncouth that he cancels out his message hasn't appealed to 51 percent of the people necessarily, and then their own party is divided. And the old-style Democrats like Biden or Feinstein or Pelosi are being pushed in their rhetoric and their behavior far left because they have this new group of people who really do have a basket of issues. I said canceling student uh, loan debt or mandatory green energy or abolishing ICE that just are so wacky that they're going to – they're sort of like McGovern in 1972. And so there's sort of this – drift to the left and these these octogenarians and septuagenarians in the party don't know quite what to do. They're kind of swept along with it, even though they understand, I think, privately that it's going to be disastrous for them. And it's also, I think, Don, caught up in this issue about civility and free speech and hate speech. I think that everybody wants people to tone down their rhetoric, but if left makes this argument that Trump's rhetoric has has counted for violence, they really can't make that argument because then it would mean to go back and say a James Hodkinson that shot Steve Scalise in hopes of killing another 20 Republicans did that because of all of the things that we've seen since the inauguration of Madonna or Johnny Depp or things that Cory Booker or Joe Biden have said. And nobody, they don't want to make that argument. And they believe that, uh, they really want to say, in other words, that hate speech is asymmetrical. It, it applies to Republicans, but when they say it, and Hillary says, you know, we can't be we don't can't be civil to after the midterms, or Barack Obama says that Trump is a serial liar, or James Clapper says he's a traitor. 
they feel that that type of language is effective and it rallies their base and they really don't want to eliminate it. They really believe that that type of language leads to violence of this type we saw with the Tupac. They could unilaterally just stop it and say, you know what, we can't get these haters on the right to stop it, so we're going to be the bigger the bigger souls, and we're just going to say stop it and unilaterally just talk in civil terms. I don't think we should expect to hear that. Well, we have to take one more quick break. Uh, Hillary, over the weekend, has at least admitted, yes, I would like to be president. She also she also said, my producer just shaking her head, as probably you are, Victor, as well, and others. But uh, she's serious, I'm sure. Uh, the Democrats, I think, are terrified of that thought. But short of uh, that, who in the world are they, in your mind, able to put up that could give any kind of competition to a very successful president, at least at this point. I know we're two years out, but let's talk about that for a moment when we come back. Get an early start with God's Word. Weekday mornings at 6, it's Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. There is no condemnation for those who know Christ Jesus. That salvation is forever. And at 6.30, Grace to You with John MacArthur. God is choosing an heir. Think of your salvation that way. He chose you to be an heir of everything that He possesses. Strength for your morning. Faith Talk AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. Hi, my name is Fernando Cespedes with Family Focus Insurance Solutions. Are you disappointed with your health insurance plan? Do you have Medicare or are you new to Medicare? Are all the options confusing? Then please give us a call at 813-533-3000. At Family Focus Insurance Solutions, we have been assisting our Florida neighbors for years. Our certified staff can meet with you and provide clear guidance with sincere respect. Call Family Focus Insurance today at 813-533-3000. 3,000. Mr. Sparky, we're on time, you'll see. Mr. Sparky, all your repair is free. Let's face it, we live in a time where we constantly have to sift through fake news and fake qualifications. Here in Florida, with the uptick in the need for electrical contractors, it's not unusual to hear about electricians who either portray their abilities beyond that which they're licensed for, or they're not licensed at all compromising the quality of work and the safety of their clients. You can rest secure knowing that Mr. Sparky electricians are fully licensed and qualified to perform the installations and repairs you require. Not only are Mr. Sparky electricians fully licensed, they're background checked, drug tested, they arrive on time, and every bit of work they do is satisfaction guaranteed 100%. And there's nothing fake about that. You don't have to put up with any malarkey called eight. This is Jerry Boyer for the Salem Radio Network. What policies can we expect if Democrats win the House in November? We don't have to guess. Led by Bernie Sanders and Chuck Schumer, the Democratic Party has already laid out their tax plan. It probably comes as no surprise that the plan is heavy on tax hikes. They want to raise the top bracket back up to almost 40%. As for lowering the lowest bracket but leaving the top bracket at 40%, we tried that in 2001, and the results were so bad that Democrats called it the worst economy since Herbert Hoover. Reversing the tax cuts from earlier this year will reverse the economic boom that we've had this year. What tax cuts giveth, tax hikes taketh away. Please remember that when you think about whether to stay home instead of voting this year, and then be sure to vote. I'm Jerry Boyer. 
The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Impacting policy decisions today. Preparing public leaders for tomorrow. Get an early start with God's Word. Weekday mornings at 6, it's Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. When God created marriage, He created it to be a permanent relationship between a man and a woman. And at 6.30, Grace to You with John MacArthur. Who is the one who overcomes the world? He who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. If you have true faith, you will overcome. Strength for your morning. Faith Talk AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. Faith Talk 570, WTPN. A couple of more minutes with uh, Victor Hansen, Dr. Victor Davis Hansen. His website is victorhansen.com. His latest book, Second World Wars, How the First Global Conflict Was Fought and Won, available at basicbooks.com, Amazon, and your regular bookstores. Victor, in this last moment or two, the Democrats already, it seems to me, tilting at windmills in a lot of ways, and even in the midterms. I'd like your thought quickly as to how you see this shaking out in terms of uh, their gaining any ground or maybe losing some ground in House and Senate. And then there's Hillary uh, in uh, 2020. What do you think? Very quickly, I think they're going to lose some ground in the Senate, and it's, the House is going to go three or four seats either way. And I think the Republicans in the last week have some good chance of, of retaining the House. As far as Hillary, uh, I just don't think the Democrats, she's kind of becoming like Adelaide Stevenson in the 50s. She just always wanted our Harold Staffan. I don't think they're going to allow her to be nominated again. She's got too many negatives, and she's been unsuccessful twice now, uh, both getting the nomination once and then, then the general election. So and this young group of very radical, Ocosio, Cortez, uh, Kamala Harris, Cory Booker, Kirsten Gillibrand, that's the face of the new Democratic Party. And I think they're headed to, um, they're headed off a cliff like they were when they rejected, you know, Humphrey and uh, Muskie, and they went from McGovern years ago in 1972, and that was a disaster. But that's where they're headed, and nobody can talk any sense into them. And on that last point, those two names you mentioned, as you've mentioned them, I remember what you've described very, very well. That really was uh, the momentary death knell for the Democratic Party with that shift that occurred back then. And it's even more radical in this time around. Uh, I don't see anybody even moderate among them who might pick up the, the standard. Do you? No, I don't. I think if a person were to be moderate to, you know, support as Obama and Clinton, the Clintons used to, you know, a secure border or legal immigration only, um, or, you know, more attitudes toward gas and oil production or any of these, you know, uh, moderate issues that the Democratic Party sometimes used to embrace. I think they would, they would never be nominated. Quick, 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 I want to get a quick final 30 second or so comment on, Bolsonaro in Brasilia, uh, Brazil, this huge win uh, of a far righter. Yeah, I think it's the same thing's happening in Germany with the rejection of Merkel. It's happened in Italy. It's happening um, all over Europe and the Western world. I think people realize that statism uh, destroys the economy, and it gets people very angry, political correctness, and, and they, lash, they lash out and strike back. As always, good to talk with you. Thank you for joining us, Victor. We'll do it again soon. Thank you. Again, Dr. Victor Davis Hansen. And uh, just by way of background again, he is the Martin and Illy Anderson Senior Fellow 
uh, at uh, in classics and military history at the Hoover Institution, Stanford University. Number of bestsellers, great military history, way back to the Peloponnesian Wars and further back and uh, everything subsequent. Second World Wars, how the first global conflict was fought and won, available at basicbooks.com. That's it for this hour here on the Don Crow Show. We are here to give you strength. We are here to give you strength between Sundays. The author of the book of Hebrews said, Let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, exhorting one another. Be accountable to somebody. We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570. WTBN. Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. The accused synagogue gunman who is alleged to have murdered 11 people on Saturday has made his initial court appearance in Pittsburgh. Robert Bowers was released from a Pittsburgh hospital and turned over to federal authorities who brought him to court in a wheelchair. The 46-year-old defendant spoke with attorneys and confirmed his identity to a judge. He made no public statement at his initial court appearance other than to confirm who he was. Bowers, who was wounded in the gun battle that preceded his arrest, faces a 29-count federal criminal complaint plus state homicide charges. Authorities say after he was taken into custody, he told them all these Jews need to die. The first funerals are scheduled for Tuesday. I'm Warren Levinson. Attorney General Jeff Sessions says what happened in Pittsburgh was not just an attack on the Jewish people, but an attack on people of all faiths. It wasn't an attack on America's values are protecting those of faith. It cannot and will not be tolerated. President and Mrs. Trump will travel to Pittsburgh tomorrow. White House spokeswoman Sarah Huckabee Sanders said Monday that Mr. Trump will go to express the support of the American people and agree with the Pittsburgh community. Federal prosecutors want no bail for a man accused of sending pipe bombs to prominent Democrats around the country. Prosecutors said at the initial hearing Monday for 56-year-old Cesar Sayak they believe he is at risk of flight and a danger to the community. Stocks fell sharply in late afternoon trading on Wall Street, putting the market on track for its worst month since the financial crisis. The Dow Jones Industrial Average slumped 245 points Monday, pulled down by big losses in Boeing and Apple. Stocks started higher but began to sink after Bloomberg reported that the U.S. could announce tariffs on all remaining imports from China by December. Again, on Wall Street, the Dow down by 245 points, 24,442. The Nasdaq plunged 117. The S&P lower by 17. More on these stories at townhall.com. G'day. I'm Scott from Plug-in Pest Free. I want to personally thank all my Plug-in Pest Free customers who have taken the time out to call, write, and who have left messages to thank me for ridding their homes and businesses of unwanted rodent and pest problems. So from me to you, I thank you. Plug-in Pest Free is the only scientifically tested and, more importantly, consumer-proven electromagnetic pest management system since 1995. Why put up with those annoying rodents and pests any longer? Plug-in Pest Free is 100% chemical-free, making it your safest bet to manage your rodent and pest problems around your family and pets. With a 60-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. So order yours today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code SAVE20 for 20% off and free shipping. That's gopestfree.com, promo code SAVE20. Don't spray and regret, plug in and forget. 
gopestfree.com today. German media reports Angela Merkel is prepared to step down as its leader but remain Germany's chancellor following state election losses. The sources report that Merkel has told her Christian Democratic Union Party that she will not run as its chairwoman later in the year. Her decision comes after her party suffered heavy losses in regional elections that have threatened the stability of Germany's governing coalition. Merkel has been head of the CDU since 2000, becoming one of its longest-serving chairs but she expects to hold on to the post of Chancellor. She's had it since 2005. One Conservative ally of Merkel says it's a shame that she's reportedly planning to step down as leader of her party. I'm Charles Diladesma. Google will give away $25 million to projects that propose ways to use the artificial intelligence of computers to help create what they call a more humane society. The grant program was announced Monday. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. We're here to give you strength between Sundays. You have to be mindful. When you get hooked up with the devil, it's not going to work out. You're not going to get away with it. But John 10, 10 says, he came to steal, kill, and destroy you. We're here for you. Faith Talk AM 570. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Want a family project for Christmas? We'll send you the Christmas catalog from Gospel for Asia that inspires your family to share a gift in Jesus' name to those in great need in Asia. And we'll also help support national missionaries. It's a great teaching opportunity. You'll also receive a free copy of their book that sold over 4 million copies, Revolution in World Missions. Get your Christmas catalog and free book now. For Gospel for Asia's free Christmas catalog and book, go to letstalkfaith.com. You're a donut away from Sunday school, right in your car. Faith Talk, 570, 910, and FM 102.1. This hour is brought to you by EDI Live Travel. from the WAVAFM Passport Auto Group Studios. It's the Don Crow Show on 105.1 FM, WAVA. The Don Crow Show is brought to you in part by Local Expert Realty. Now, Realtor Christy Moore promises she'll sell your home in 58 days or she'll buy it. If you want to talk to her, here's her number, 866-404-5858. That's 866-404-5858. Or you can find her on the web at 58.com. That's go to sold in. And then the number is 5858.com. Sold in and 58.com on the web. Joining me right now, Brian Sheely of Fellowship Home Loans. Uh, Brian, what message do you have for folks who may be listening uh, right now to us and thinking to themselves, uh, I'm, I'm out of luck. I can't be helped. I've been turned down already. <clears throat> I've been turned down already from my refinance or my purchase efforts. Uh, my credit's too low. I just can't get it done. What do you say to them? That door is not closed. Just because that door closed once or twice before, we still have many opportunities to get that same loan done. And we work directly with the credit bureaus to help get those credit scores up. So even if we may not be able to help right away, we are going to give you a path, an avenue to work on that credit. 
and get those scores up. But I'll be honest with you, Don, a lot of people will call and say, oh, I've been turned down before because of my score. Without doing anything, we're still able to get that loan done here at Fellowship Home Loans. So don't give up, folks, until you've called this number, 1-800-804-SAVE, 1-800-804-7283, or you can go online to fellowshiphomeloans.com. Now, Brian, what about people who are self-employed and their tax returns may show a lot of write-offs, maybe not just the traditional W-2 employee? What do you uh, say to them? Same type of thing, though. We have other programs, new programs available for those self-employed borrowers that we want to take a look at those bank statements. We want to take a look at the business bank statements. Let's take a look at the tax returns as well and kind of have a make-sense decision, not just go off of matrixes, matrix and algorithms or anything like that. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a lot different here at Fellowship Home Loans where we look at the common sense of it, and we have different programs for people that have been self-employed or maybe had a foreclosure or a short sale in the past, maybe had a couple of bumps in the road. You look at the big picture, and uh, you're not going to be pigeonholed into some type of matrix. Now, how accurate are the home values that folks see, uh, maybe when they visit places on the web like Zillow or uh, Redfin? Is that a good gauge for somebody to see what their home may really be worth in the market? That's a good question. Um, In some cases, you may love what your Zillow estimate or Redfin estimate is. In some cases, you may think it's low-balled. And, again, they're just taking overall data. They may see that foreclosure down the block uh, and not realize it's a foreclosure or, show, or sold $100,000 less, and maybe it brings down your value. We have a couple different tools here that we look at to see what the value is. A lot of times people may think that they're underwater, meaning they don't have equity in their home. But – we're able to take some tools and, and really try to analyze and try and get an honest assessment of what your home value might be. And you'd be surprised. You can still get a lot more done these days uh, than, than what people may think in terms of credit score or uh, loan-to-value or debt-to-income ratio. It's really, like I said, Don, taking a, an overall big-picture approach, uh, but really kind of bringing it down to you, the individual, the family, being more than that credit score or loan number. And that's really what uh, you and Mike are ready to help folks do, isn't it? Oh, yeah. that's uh, We've been blessed to be part of the community for years now, and uh, we're, we're looking to, to keep going for, for many more. There's a lot more people out there we can help. All right. Thanks. Good to talk with you, as always. Brian Sheely, Mike Rakeman, co-founders of a great organization, a great business, Fellowship Home Loans, mortgage lending guided by Christian Principles. And their toll-free number is 1-800-804-SAVE. That's 1-800-804-7283. Or you can visit them on the web at fellowshiphomeloans.com. Looking right now at a recent Harvard study, according to a report at stream.org by Tristan Justice, the recent Harvard study reveals that children who had a religious upbringing are likely to be healthier and have a higher degree of well-being in early adulthood than those who did not. Uh, The study conducted by the Harvard T.H. Chan School of Public Health released last month shows a link between a religious upbringing and better physical and mental health in young adults. Uh, Researchers found that people who attended religious services weekly or who practiced prayer or meditation daily in their youth reported having a higher life satisfaction and positivity when they got to their 20s. Individuals were found also less likely to smoke, 
have symptoms of depression, use illicit drugs, or have sexually transmitted infections that people who engaged in less regu- than people who engaged in less regular spiritual practices. And uh, the uh, first author, Yin Chen, in the university press release says, these findings are important both for our understanding of health and our understanding of parenting practices. Uh, saying, adding, many children are raised religiously, and our study shows that this can powerfully affect their health behaviors, their mental health, overall happiness, and well-being. And the researchers followed some 5,000 young people for between 8 to 14 years, uh, controlling for variables such as maternal health, socioeconomic status, histories of substance abuse, or uh, symptoms of depression. Results show that those who went to religious services at least once a week as children were about 18% more likely to report higher levels of happiness as young adults between the ages of 23 and 30 than those who did not. Uh, They were also shown to be 29% more likely to volunteer, excuse me, 29% 29 more likely to volunteer in their local communities and 33% less likely to engage in the use of illicit drugs. There's much more to it. One more paragraph here. Those who prayed or meditated at least once a day in their youth were shown to be 16% more likely to report higher levels of happiness as young adults and were 30% less likely to be, have become sexually active in their adolescence. And these individuals were also 40% less likely to have contracted sexually transmitted infection than those who never prayed or meditated. That's only a third, probably, of the article. You can find it in its entirety at the Stream website, stream.org. But I find that very some very interesting information to pass along to all of us, those of us who uh, have kids or have raised our kids, grandkids, whatever. Bill Bunkley here for my friends at EDI Travel. If you're a pastor of a church or a leader of an organization who has ever dreamed about leading a trip to the Holy Land, be sure to consult with the professionals at EDI Travel, just named again for the third year in a row, the very best Holy Land tour company by TripAdvisor. EDI Travel will start with what your group wants to see and customize your own very special tour. All-inclusive tour packages are EDI's specialty. The price for your trip covers everything. Flights, ground transportation, accommodations, tax, tips, and admissions, leaving you and your group with no surprises. Whether your group is first-time or returning travelers, they are the professionals who will make the experience great for everyone. Set your sights on Jerusalem, Nazareth, Bethlehem, the Sea of Galilee, the Jordan River, and much, much more. Call now to get your EDI trip planned today at 727-460-1225. That's 727-460-1225. Hi, I'm Jim Daly with John Fuller, here to remind you that Tuesday, November 6th, is an important midterm election, and you're encouraged to vote. The midterm may not receive the media attention that a presidential election does, but it's vitally important that you cast your vote. And if your state has early voting, you may be able to vote weeks before November 6th. The key, though, is that you participate. In the November midterm, voters will decide all 435 members of the U.S. House of Representatives 
one-third of the seats in the U.S. Senate. Also, the makeup of 87% of state legislative chambers and more than 125 ballot measures in 30 states. So remember, your vote is critical. For voter registration information, including links to state-based groups and voters' guides, go to Focus on the Family's election website. Commit, the number two, the word vote, 2018.com. That's commit to vote 2018.com. Balance of nature's fruits and veggies in a capsule. I thought I had a sinus headache for a few days, but I had a massive brain aneurysm, hemorrhage of the brain and a stroke, and I was on my deathbed. I was on a respirator in a coma for 35 days. And three months later, I came home in a wheelchair. I had double vision. I had to learn to walk again, to speak again. One and one is two, write the alphabet. You know, if I went out and did a little something, I'd come home, I'd be in bed. Now, I'm up by like 5.30 in the morning, and I go to the gym. I do shopping. I cook. I, I have energy all day. I mean, I feel great. Overall, my whole outlook, just feeling, my mental aspect, everything. Everything is better. For a limited time, use discount code NOW to receive a 50% discount on your first preferred whole health system and have it shipped to you free. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go online to balanceofnature.com. Again, use discount code NOW. This is Hugh Hewitt for Town Hall Review. If you're like me, you want more than just facts. You want insight from people you trust. People like Dennis Prager, Michael Bedved, Larry Elder, Mike Gallagher, and of course me. Your host each week on the Town Hall Review, a weekly roundup of the news. Tune in each week and visit our website at townhallreview.com. That's townhallreview.com. Sunday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Settle into the second half of the day with God's Word. Weekdays at 1 p.m., it's Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. I was fearfully and wonderfully made in God's image. I am somebody. And at 1.30, Turning Point with David Jeremiah. How do you overcome your problem? Confront them head on and watch God go to work in your behalf. Strength throughout the day. Faith Talk, AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. Faith Talk 570. WTBN. The Don Crow Show on WAVA brought to you in part by AactionHomeServices.com. Whether it's a plumbing problem, you need an expert electrician. You need a checkup on your HVAC. Whatever you need, the place to go to get the work done right, get it done on time, and get it done with a 100% satisfaction guarantee is AactionHomeServices.com. Or you can call them at 703-922-1900, 703-922-1900. Happy today to share the day also with the Bill Bunkley Show audience. On 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. Well, among the many, many people who have seen and continue to see such profound suffering, displacement, loss of property, and even and especially loss of life in the aftermath of the ill-fated Iraq War uh, is an ancient Iraqi ethnic group known as the Yazidis, who over the past several years have 
been the genocidal target of ISIS, the Islamic State of Iraq and Syria. And that has led to some awful things, abduction of Yazidi women, massacres that killed thousands of Yazidi civilians uh, during what's been called a, quote, forced conversion campaign uh, being carried out uh, in northern Iraq by ISIL starting back in 2014. Among those captured and forced into the ISIS slave trade, a 21-year-old woman by the name of Nadia Murad. We're going to learn more about her story and this situation there with our good friends from 21st Century Wilberforce Initiative. Luanne Sabatier is Director of Communications with 21 Wilberforce, and she'll also tell us about a couple of bills in Congress or before Congress that she'd like to draw our attention to as well. So, Luann, thank you very much for joining me. As always, great to talk with you. Thank you, Don. Tell us about this woman, this remarkable lady, Nadia, and her story first, if you would. Uh, Certainly. Um, And it's interesting. She didn't really ask to be a spokesperson for the Yazidis, but she was quite brave and had the courage to speak out after her particular ordeal, and so by default, she became the spokesperson, so much so that um, um, she just won, uh, was the co-recipient of the Nobel Peace Prize. So um, when she was 21, there were thousands, over three, 4,000 Yazidi women um, and girls who were um, captured, along with a lot of Christians, but captured by ISIS. And, and the Yazidis in particular were um, forced into um, a lot of slave trade and sexual activity. Um, this particular young woman actually saw a part of her family murdered. She was separated from them. And after several months, she escaped and and was quite brave and uh, was able to go to Germany and start to um, slowly, um, I don't want to say rebuild her life, but start to, um, you know, um, recuperate. She um, worked with someone and wrote a book called The Last Girl, My Story of Captivity and My Fight Against the Islamic State. And um, that book is is widely read and and available. Again, The Last Girl, Nadia Murad. Um, Earlier this month in October, she was one of two recipients for the Nobel Peace Prize for speaking out about the war and what happened to the Yazidis, and more importantly, the crimes that ISIS has committed, not only against her people, but against Christians and and religious minorities in general. so that that is her story, and she is um, um, very slight, very small, very quiet woman. But the story and the message is so powerful, and and has traveled so widely that as again she's been all over the world, picked up in the media and NPR, and and again um, uh, won the Nobel Peace Prize. Now talk about uh, out of that. Uh, she has drawn, as you've already alluded, a global attention. Mm-hmm. I read. Uh, uh, that she has received uh, offers of help uh, from other countries. And certainly, you and I have talked about this before. Of course, you already mentioned at the outset, Christians have been targeted as well. We know the Christian population in Iraq has been literally decimated uh, in the years since the fall of Saddam Hussein. But the Yazidi people as well, and why it's so important that we fight for their human rights and their safety as well as our own as uh, as Christians. 
Well, because it goes back to the fundamental um, freedom of belief and the respect for what they choose to believe, um, and and um, and so you know there are many religious minorities, not just Christians, who who have suffered at the hands of of ISIS and. Um, and some of, of, of their government, as we're seeing now in China and North Korea, you know, um, some in Africa. Um, so I think it's important for the principle. And also, as much as she advocates herself and uh, for the Yazidi, she also stands up and speaks out for all religious minorities. But my point here is the timing of that, Don. You know, so many times we come on your show every week. And you're so gracious to give us a few minutes, just a few minutes, to, to focus on different parts of the world and, and, and what's happening where people are persecuted for their belief. What I wanted to talk about is what she's speaking about is the hope, is even amidst all of the persecution, even in the Middle East, there is hope. There are some positive things that are happening. Um, and she's speaking out on that. The U.S. Congress has made some actions recently, and, and some NGOs I'd like to bring to your attention, including Samaritan's Purse. So while thousands have fled, there are many who want to go back or who have stayed gone. And and so this is a, a, a message of hope today, that we are seeing some things change in the region. We can't wipe out what happened, but but they are, some of them, trying to rebuild and reconstruct their lives. Well, let's talk about some things that have been done and are being done. Uh, you noted in some material you sent that the U.S. announced over $178 million in new, new U.S. foreign assistance to support uh, really helping just what you've described, helping uh, the Yazidis and other such groups uh, reintegrate into their countries. And as, as she's quoted, she says the Yazidi people just want to live in peace and feel safe. So many of these people, whether they're now... Uh, escaped into other countries nearby, even Lebanon and so forth. They they don't want to stay there. They want to go home. Exactly. And safe is the word. Security is the number one um, thing that is on a lot of people's minds. Obviously, they need jobs and they want to rebuild their homes. But, but you can't do either or worship um, in your home, the house churches, or as you they rebuild their places of worship without security. And that's what's encouraging. There is some new money coming into the region, not just from the U.S., but from Europe and some other countries. Um, along with the several many millions of dollars, is um, the Senate has there was a bill languishing in the Senate and it passed the House unanimously. It was in the Senate for many months, HR 390, which was the Emergency Relief Act for Iraq and Ice and Syria and what's happened with genocide. That has just passed, so that ensures that some of this aid, even that was allocated before, can actually get to them. Um, also, there is a – but as we go back to safety, um, Jeff Fortenberry, he's a Republican from Nebraska who, by the way, the largest contention of Yazidis in, in the United States live in Nebraska, his district. And he's called for a resolution for all of northern Iraq that, that particularly in the Nineveh Plain and Sinjar, where a lot of the Yazidis live, that we specifically help them with security. So the sum total of the those three effects happening with aid dollars and legislation um, really give some some reason for hope. I, I want to, though, as important is, I don't want to say more, but we have seen 
Christian organizations from the Knights of Columbus, which is a leadership organization from the Catholic Church, Aid to the Church in Need, Samaritan's Purse, which is a dimension, a ministry, a humanitarian of Billy Graham's organization. They, since 2014, have uh, put millions, uh, the Knights alone of Columbus, more than $20 million in aid, uh, whether it's medical clinics, food programs, and rebuilding. So if you step back and look, it was absolutely horrible. You're right, the region was decimated, and Syria is still reeling, as in a very, very, not in the state yet to rebuild, that's still trying to get humanitarian aid. But if we look at Iraq, um, there, there is reason for hope and, and for them to start to feel uh, some safety. So, so I think it's really important sometimes uh, as Christians uh, because we call out for whether it's Pastor Brunson to freed in Turkey or, or, or the defectors in North Korea to also say that people do respond. Our U.S. government does respond. Um, uh, Christian organizations and churches do respond with prayer and help, and, and we're starting to see some of the fruits of that, Don, in Iraq. As I understand it, that H.R. 390 is headed for the president's desk now. I would assume he will quickly sign it. Hopefully, hopefully, yes, or before the end of the year. And um, one of the things I I just wanted to say is is to encourage people, when you see right now, we've got voting next week, but to thank them. Thank them for standing strong for Christians and religious minorities in the Middle East. And I think all the time, um, um, even if it's after the election, um, rather than always asking, sometimes it's good to thank them and say, we notice. Thank you for standing mm-hmm. strong. Um, so I, they still need your prayers and, and your support. And, and one of the things you can do is support some of those groups, Samaritan's Purse, Aid to the Church in Need, um, Operation Blessing. Um, but um, I, I just like the word hope sometimes to balance it. And, and it's encouraging. Couldn't agree with you more, especially most of the time you and I are discussing what seem like such hopeless situations, Iraq being one of them in the past. But uh, the fact is some good things are happening. Thank you so much, Luann. We'll talk again soon. Thank you, Don. Again, Luann Sabatier. She's Director of Communications at 21st Century Wilberforce Initiative. Their website, 21wilberforce.org. That's 21wilberforce.org. Stay with us. We have more coming up here on the Don Crow Show. Mr. Sparky, we're on time, you'll see. Mr. Sparky, all your repair is free. When you open your home to an electrician, or really a service technician of any kind, you have to know for sure. You have to know that not only will your problem be fixed, but that your child, your elderly father or mother, your spouse that you are safe. That's why you need to know that every Mr. Sparky electrician has taken and has actually passed a criminal background check and drug test. In fact, if they don't pass, if there's the least bit of doubt, they don't get hired by Mr. Sparky. And that's why you and your family can feel absolutely secure when a fully licensed, fully background checked and drug tested Mr. Sparky electrician shows up at your door. You don't have to put up with any malarkey call 888-8-SPARKY. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. 
That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-704-1662. 800-704-1662. That's 800-704-1662. Sometimes it may feel like the troubles of the world are pulling us down. When that happens, we should pick ourselves back up with the power of God's love. Godvine.com makes it easy to brighten even the darkest day with uplifting and inspiring videos and stories chosen especially for you to lift you up and strengthen you in your walk with Jesus. From powerful stories of healing, miracles, and angels to heartwarming videos of love, surprises, and joy to cute and funny videos that'll have you laughing out loud, Godvine has just what you need. For the best uplifting videos filled with joy, hope, and love to brighten your day, join millions of Christians from around the world who watch and share Godvine videos each day. For a happier day right away, visit us at Godvine.com. Godvine.com. That's Godvine.com. Friend, are you listening to what the world thinks of you or to what God thinks of you? Hi, I'm Chuck Swindoll. Folks are constantly telling us all the things they have against us and all the things they see wrong with us. Our size, our education, our age, our culture, our race, our tastes. Let's listen to God's opinion instead. You formed my inward parts. You wove me in my mother's womb. Psalm 139, 13. He has made us to be a kingdom priests to his God and Father. Revelation 1, 6. We love because he first loved us. 1 John 4, 19. Now those are the things to focus on. Pastor and teacher Chuck Swindoll. Visit Insight for Living's website at insight.org. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Don Crow Show on WAVA, brought to you in part by A-Action Home Services. AActionHomeServices.com fixes the problems right the first time. Customers receive a 100% satisfaction guarantee, whether it's for electrical work or AC work or plumbing services, whatever you need. Here's the number to call, 703-922-1900, 703-922-1900, or AActionHomeServices.com on the web. Again, happy to be sharing the day with the folks in Tampa, Florida, listening to the Bill Bunkley Show on 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa. 
In a column originally published on the Daily Caller titled Behind the Khashoggi Disappearance, Let's Not Throw Out the Baby with the Bathwater, Claire Lopez, Vice President for Research and Analysis at the Center for Security Policy, wrote in part, While we await clarification of what actually happened to Saudi journalist Jamal Khashoggi after he entered the Saudi consulate in Istanbul, Istanbul, Turkey, on October 2nd, there are still some important insights that may be gleaned from what's already known. It is of key importance to note that Khashoggi was not just a Saudi citizen, but also a legal permanent resident of the United States. And that makes his disappearance very much an issue for the United States and President Trump to take a direct interest in. Of course, a lot of speculation, thousands of words and speculations being offered since this uh, story broke. Joining us right now with his own considered insights, Frank Gaffney, national security expert, founder and president of the Center for Security Policy. And, of course, I want to remind you, he's host of a great radio show every evening, Secure Freedom Radio, that airs on AM 570 WRC at 9 o'clock each evening right here in Washington. Frank, always great to have you on the show, my friend. And uh, actually, uh, based on the latest information we have from Saudi Arabia and Turkey, what are your thoughts on this man Khashoggi's murder who the perps were and why. John, it's great to be with you as always. Uh, there are still, I think, a lot of questions outstanding. The stories keep shifting. The blame keeps being directed in various ways. Uh, my own assessment of it, and it, it tracks more or less with my colleague Claire Lopez, is, is that the Saudi government currently in power uh, has a problem with people who were associated with the previous Saudi government. Um, The difference being uh, primarily, I think, in the extent to which they embrace and seek to impose elsewhere uh, what we've discussed many times before, I think is best described as Sharia supremacism, Mm. which is, you know, and your listeners, I'm sure, that, that totalitarian Islamic doctrine called Sharia is uh, is something that, you know, teaches its adherents, particularly um, those known as Wahhabis in Saudi Arabia, to try to foist this thing on everybody, Muslim and non-Muslim alike. And I think that the previous government, represented, among others, by a fellow a prince of the Saudi royal family by the name of Turkey al-Faisal, Um, who used to be the head of Saudi intelligence under the ancien regime, employed a fellow by the name of Jamal Khashoggi. And Jamal Khashoggi was apparently um, sort of an intelligence operative working under sort of the, uh, the cover of being a journalist. But he was with the other team. He was with uh, the Sharia supremacists uh, and specifically the Muslim Brotherhood. And he made very little secret of that. In fact, there was a piece that he published in the Washington Post uh, before his death that, that uh, you know, endorsed the Muslim Brotherhood, which meant that he was close to the Turks, the Turks um, also being Sharia supremacist under Recep Tayyip Erdogan. It means that he was close to the Qataris, who have also been propping up and promoting and helping disseminate information via Al Jazeera for the Muslim Brotherhood. It means he actually was, interestingly enough, close to Osama bin Laden, and also, I think, uh, sympathetic to the Iranians in a way, too. So 
this guy was playing for the other team and considered to be a threat by the crown prince of Saudi Arabia, uh, Mohammed bin Salman, um, the guy who basically uh, helped push out that previous government and uh, has taken the current one into, in res- important respects, uh, I don't want to overstate it, but important respects, uh, uh, Don, a, a somewhat more moderate line. Notably, and particularly important to us, I think, vis-a-vis us, vis-a-vis Iran, vis-a-vis uh, Israel. And is it- I think that's kind of what was going on here, was a fight between these factions uh, governed by Saudi um, influence primarily in the Sunni world. And when we come back, uh, I want to follow up on that point or those points, which are very helpful. Uh, it was uh, Mr. Khashoggi's sin, in quotes, that he dared to criticize the current uh, Saudi government and the crown prince. We'll come back with more with Frank Gaffney, founder and president of a great resource for you, the Center for Security Policy, also host of Secure Freedom Radio. We'll give you those websites and info again in a, mon- in a couple of minutes. But stay with us. We have more. This is a special notice to all U.S. taxpayers. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's good news. Due to the financial hardship many are facing in today's economy, the IRS has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Qualifying for this program will resolve your tax problem, end all collections, and possibly reduce your back taxes by up to 90%. If you are facing wage garnishments, liens, bank levies, audits, or payroll taxes, it's not too late. Your circumstances may qualify you for this special program, protecting your savings and your assets. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's no need to worry anymore. Call the hotline at Victory Tax Solutions to see if you qualify and potentially save thousands. For this free information, call 800-813-1105. 800-813-1105. That's 800-813-1105. This is Jerry Boyer for the Salem Radio Network. What policies can we expect if Democrats win the House in November? We don't have to guess. Led by Bernie Sanders and Chuck Schumer, the Democratic Party has already laid out their tax plan. It probably comes as no surprise that the plan is heavy on tax hikes. They want to raise the top bracket back up to almost 40%. As for lowering the lowest bracket but leaving the top bracket at 40%, We tried that in 2001, and the results were so bad that Democrats called it the worst economy since Herbert Hoover. Reversing the tax cuts from earlier this year will reverse the economic boom that we've had this year. What tax cuts giveth, tax hikes taketh away. Please remember that when you think about whether to stay home instead of voting this year, and then be sure to vote. I'm Jerry Boyer. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Impacting policy decisions today, preparing public leaders for tomorrow. Results may vary, not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates, and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. 
We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-776-6094. If you run a business, you know your financial results are directly linked to the performance of your people. Hello, friends. Jim Nance here. Every team wants to operate at peak performance, and now you can with the proven workforce optimization solution from Insperity. This powerful combination of HR and business solutions is the most comprehensive business performance offering in the marketplace, delivering administrative relief, better benefits, reduced liabilities, and a systematic way to improve productivity. And since your business is like no other, this solution is customized to fit your unique company needs. If you're ready to make your company run better, grow faster, and make more money, call 800-465-3800 or visit Insperity.com and meet with your Insperity business performance advisor today. It's what we do. Insperity, inspiring business performance. Bill Carl here, Don Crow. Today's host for the Bill Bunkley Show returns in a moment. In the meantime, this reminder, private Christian schools in the Tampa Bay area are already enrolling for next year. If you're considering enrolling your student for the very first time, first go to our website, christiantuitions.com. Half off your first year's tuition at the area's best Christian schools, christiantuitions.com. Don Crow Show, talking with Frank Gaffney of the Center for Security Policy, talking about the Khashoggi case. I don't know what you'd call it, incident. We're not sure what all happened as of yet. The jury's still out on who's really responsible. But, Frank, talk more about uh, what I mentioned just prior to the break, uh, that Mr. Khashoggi was guilty, among other things, in the eyes of the Saudis, perhaps, of criticizing the more moderate government you described? Part of what's going on is that uh, that he was publicly critical in places like the Washington Post of the current regime. But I think mostly it was that he was, as I said earlier, playing for the other team. He was working with the Muslim Brotherhood, which the government of Saudi Arabia considers to be a terrorist organization and a mortal threat. We should, too, by the way, Don. Uh, Mm -hmm. It is a terrorist organization whose mission, we're told by the Muslim Brotherhood's own document, is destroying Western civilization from within. So, These are people that uh, I would like to make sure as we consider, and I think President Trump is working his way through this, as we consider what kind of response to make to this episode, um, vis-a-vis specifically punishing the Saudis, that we are not rewarding um, our enemies, who I consider to be the Muslim Brotherhood, Iran for sure, uh, and frankly, false friends like Qatar and most especially Turkey. So you suggest, as I recall, a couple of responses. One, a sanction of some sort. Explain that. And then second, perhaps a couple punishment, that kind of punishment, with some sort of measure reducing our enemy's ability to capitalize on it. Elaborate on those points. Sure. The sanctions, I think, the president has already begun to mete out. You know, if you can identify the people who are specifically involved in this murder, 
you know, hold them accountable, uh, don't let them come to the United States, uh, freeze their assets, that sort of thing. Uh, it remains to be seen, uh, to be sure, whether that list would include uh, the crown prince of Saudi Arabia himself. I, I think the president uh, is hoping that's not the case, and so far it doesn't seem to be. Um, but one other thing I think we have to insist on with the Saudis is that they stop doing what they have been doing over the years, which is promoting this kind of Sharia supremacist insurgency against us, uh, building mosques that are, in many cases, uh, run by the Muslim Brotherhood, ironically. That's, again, the previous government of Saudi Arabia, not so much today. But they ought to stop that. And the other thing, which goes to the second point, uh, is don't let the enemies of Saudi Arabia, who are not our friends, surely not true friends, if not actual enemies as well, benefit from this. And that's why I say I think that one of the things that the president could and should do, it's long overdue, frankly, is designating the Muslim Brotherhood as a foreign terrorist organization and then take steps to roll up its operations inside the United States, which are subversive, seditious, stealthy, but um, but very dangerous. And those are the two steps that I think ought to be made uh, simultaneously as a package deal. On the last point, uh, the latter point of rolling up the Sharia supremacist operations in the country, I'm sure millions of Americans would be absolutely stunned to know the extent to which that is going on and has been ongoing for a number of years. You're a national security expert in these and other matters, and you and I have talked about this before. Can you give us kind of a thumbnail sketch of how serious this problem is that most Americans aren't even aware well, it's very serious, Don. Uh, there are lots of Muslims in this country, and I'm not suggesting that they are all problems. I, I am worried, though, about that subset of the Muslim population, which unfortunately has been overrepresented among people who claim to be their leaders uh, by people who adhere to and embrace and seek to impose on the rest of us this um, Sharia supremacist agenda. And I think we're in real peril if we continue to turn a blind eye to this. You know, the, the, the justification we're told for doing so is that we've got, you know, um, a, 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 in these guys, um, people who are simply practicing their faith. Well, no, not so much. What they're practicing is a totalitarian political, military, and legal program. And it is very much at odds with our Constitution, with our freedoms, uh, with our society. And I think we've got to take steps to counter it. Um, the point being that we cannot, in the name of, uh, you know, sort of religious tolerance, tolerate people whose agenda whose objectives, whose plan for us is to is the most intolerant imaginable. You know, we've, we've talked about this before. Intolerant towards women, intolerant towards Jews, intolerant towards homosexuals, intolerant towards apostates and writers and songwriters and the like. I mean, these are people who are, again, not all Muslims, but the Sharia adherent ones, very much hostile to everything we believe in. And I think they have to be countered on those grounds. And how concerned ought we be? I don't have any in front of me right now, but I know of reading of stories, and I'm sure you're, uh, you're aware, uh, at, at various levels of government, local, state, and certainly federal, we're seeing increasing interest in and actual candidacies, uh, candidacies for 
uh, office by those who are avowed Muslims, but also have publicly stated their intent is to shift the entire American culture and the American way of life into Islam. Yeah, well, the trouble is that uh, they don't always admit that. I, I think that it's unfortunately the case that generally that is their purpose. Um, there are about 90 of them, uh, I'm told, that have been running on various uh, ballots around the country. Not all of them successfully so far, but some have uh, gotten through the primaries and are expected to win the elections uh, coming up in November. Uh, but the trouble is, uh, Don, as you say, that most of them who – uh, have gained prominence and, and the support of the Muslim uh, American sort of elite, uh, and that would include specifically the Muslim Brotherhood Front organizations like the Council on American-Islamic Relations and the Islamic Society of North America and uh, the Muslim Public Affairs Council and the like. These are groups that um, the government has identified, have ties to the Muslim Brotherhood, and where they are being supportive of candidates, it's a pretty strong bet that those candidates are seeking the Sharia program as well. And therefore, I think we have to be very, very concerned about what their agenda would be if they should be elected to office. We're going to come back for a final couple of minutes. Again, my guest, if you're just joining us, Frank Gaffney, national security expert, founder and center, uh, founder and president of the Center for Security Policy, host of Secure Freedom Radio. Website for the uh, center is centerforsecuritypolicy.org. His uh, Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash secure freedom. And his show airs every, every night, Monday through Friday, Secure Freedom Radio on 570 AM WRC here in Washington, D.C. Stay with us. Let the morning rush keep you from God's Word. Weekday mornings at 8, it's Moments of Hope with David Chadwick. You can make a difference in this world expressing God's covenant love through you to help make this world a better place to live. And at 8.30, Turning Point with David Jeremiah. If you don't know exactly what to pray for, don't avoid prayer. Trust the intention will be understood. Strength for your morning. Faith Talk, AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. Bill Bunkley here for my friends at EDI Travel. If you're a pastor of a church or a leader of an organization who has ever dreamed about leading a trip to the Holy Land, be sure to consult with the professionals at EDI Travel, just named again for the third year in a row the very best Holy Land tour company by TripAdvisor. EDI Travel will start with what your group wants to see and customize your own very special tour. All-inclusive tour packages are EDI's specialty. The price for your trip covers everything. Flights, ground transportation, accommodations, tax, tips, and admissions, leaving you and your group with no surprises. Whether your group is first-time or returning travelers, they are the professionals who will make the experience great for everyone. Set your sights on Jerusalem, Nazareth, Bethlehem, the Sea of Galilee, the Jordan River, and much, much more. Call now to get your EDI trip planned today at 727-460-1225. That's 727-460-1225. 
Looking for more than just a job? Searching for a career path with a higher calling? With a company who wants you for your life skills as well as your job skills? Find a career you can believe in. Find your true calling at ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com is the largest Christian employment website with thousands of job listings in the Christian sector. Get connected with outstanding employers that share your values and understand there's more to you than what's in your resume. I've always wanted to focus my energies in the Christian community because, to me, having a career means more than just a paycheck. ChristianJobs.com allowed me to apply all my skills in a meaningful way. Find your true dream job today at ChristianJobs.com. I found not only my dream job, but my calling at ChristianJobs.com. Once you see the long list of quality job opportunities available, you'll never settle for just a job again. Visit ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com. Parents don't want perfect children. They want real, authentic children. So when a child makes a mistake, even when it comes to prayer, don't stumble. When your child makes a mistake, offer grace. Dr. David Ireland shares a humorous example on Focus on the Family Minute. In our children's church, before the class starts, the teacher would invariably ask the children to pray. And I remember one of the teachers told me that in this five-year-old class, they asked uh, little Jimmy to pray, and then he deepened his voice before he prayed, like a baritone voice. And he's, <laughs> he's five years old. <laughs> Somehow he thinks the prayer requires that. And, and, and then afterwards, Sally prayed. And when Sally prayed, she said, God, and she sp- prayed specifically, God, bless my mom and meet her needs. And then bless Elmo and Big Bird. And so <laughs> right. She wanted to Sesame characters. And I think God has enough wisdom to be able to bifurcate the childishness of children, but yet also accept their prayers. God can hear even silliness in prayer. More from Dr. Ireland at FamilyMinute.org. Weekdays at 1 p.m. Don't miss Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. You are a child of the Most High King. You have favor on your life. Act like it, walk like it, talk like it. If you knew who you were, you would act differently. Praise God. Keep your head up high. Why? Because I'm a child of the King. Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Weekdays at 1 on Faith Talk 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. We are here to give you... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.